Yo guys, welcome back to a new episode of The Trainer Lounge. We've got a stacked episode coming up for you with loads of topics such as the main series, news and rumours, a little bit of trivia and much, much more. We hope you enjoy the episode and have a great day. Peace. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to The Trainer Lounge, episode 13. I am your host, Flubberdash. And I'm joined today with my co-host, Mr. Onesie Bayonet. Yeah, we need like a, you know, like a jingle, like a, a villain jingle for you. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, like the, the Bowser music, you know. <laughs> so what are you saying, bro? How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for... For having me on as usual as always thank you for for being the awesome host that you are uh and I yeah that, anyone who's listening i hope you're all having a good day uh how have uh, how have you been doing this week mate you've been uh been watching much football what you've been up to well f- fun fun thing so um writing all so today normally i tend to write the um the topics a few days beforehand so i can get ahead of it and first of all, I owe you an apology. Well, I wouldn't say an apology as such, but I owe you a round of applause. So um, basically, for those that don't know, this week I am doing um, the Mastermind. And I mean, we said this last week anyway, but I'm doing the Mastermind questions and Onesie's doing the uh, what Pokemon of the Week. And um, I'll be honest, bro, I didn't realise how much of a task it was, <clears throat> sorry, to think of questions bro i was there scratching my head on the bus thinking what what could i even ask him like yo the fact that you've done that nearly three weeks in a row deserves some merit man so fair play i, I couldn't do that week in week out that is uh whew. thank you thank you so uh the first week that we did it which was uh three weeks ago now uh that was actually uh i kind of cheated a little bit on that one because uh that was that was just using the questions off of the actual TV show, uh, which was like yeah. the inspiration for the idea. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a task, but I actually quite like doing it. Um, and on the topic of the mastermind, I've actually got a little bit of a uh, little bit of an announcement to do with that. I've uh, I've decided I'm going to make a, a YouTube series out of it, and I'm going to turn it into an actual YouTube video series where I'm going to get a load of guests on. Um, I'm, I'm just going to ask him a bunch of uh, mastermind questions, and I've got uh, I've got Shroom Raver involved with it as well to host one of the sections. Uh, and yeah, I love that. it's going to be really dope. So uh, thank you very much for allowing me to get the quiz. Bro, not even not even allowing you were the person who originally made it a thing, bro. Like I, I own no rights to that. That's you, bro. I'm more than happy to see you doing it. I've all, I've always said though, from when we came back in uh, was it March? Yeah, we came back. In, no, we came. Yeah, we came back in about March time, right? Yeah, so um, just after BDSP announcement. So it's not yeah. February. It's February. <laughs> I've just seen what you just sent me. <laughs> uh, yeah, someone sent that to me earlier on the um, WhatsApp. But yeah, sorry, February. So we come back in February and talked about, you know, um, yeah, so we've been on a roll, really. Um, so yeah, man, I'm just excited. I've been saying since then, I want you to do content on your channel and just... Uh, do your thing, and I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, this mastermind series. It, I don't know anyone else in the in the um in the community that does this. Uh, so I think it would be a really breath of fresh air and, and a possible boom. And I'm excited for it. So I hope you do well with that. I got to um, say as well for anyone watching slash listening slash uh, 
absorbing this into your brain. Uh, if you are interested in uh, doing the mastermind or if you want to be a contestant on it, uh, that would be awesome. Uh, I already have eight people that have said that they're interested through uh, my connections. So if anyone who is listening to this would like to be interested, uh, I'm going to be putting something in the Trainer Lounge Discord server later on today. So, bah, bah, bah. yep, if yeah, so uh, if you want to go uh, join the Trainer Lounge Discord server, you can find that through uh, any of the links uh, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Gaz yeah. knows where they are. You should know where they are. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's very easy. Sorry to disrupt you, but it's very easy to find out where we are, man. Like we've got like three Twitter accounts for Trainer Lounge. Me and one's his personal account, and then obviously the Trainer Lounge main. Um, all ev- the link trees in the description of every podcast on every single site. So you just go onto that link tree and you can find everything there, man, including the website, the Discord, everything's on there, man. Uh, YouTube channels as well. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's, uh, I'm hoping I can do it, though. I'm hoping I can jump on this mastermind, bro. I want to be on one gonna of You're going to be episode one, bro. Not even... Boom! Yes! Honestly, you're going to be episode one. It's not even uh, going to be, you know, a thing. It, like, it, it's, it's happening. Like, you don't um, have to consent to it. It's just going to happen. <laughs> Just, just, I wake up and I'm just in a black room, just a lot of spotlights on me, and I just hear a voice overhead going, "You, you have three minutes to potentially save your life." Question <laughs> and I'm just like, "What?" Sounds like, um, of, uh, sounds like a new, uh, new entry into the Saw franchise. Yeah, bro, the one D Pokemon Saw version. All right then, so, um, to answer your original question, have I been watching much football? Now, for anyone who's listening, right. For anyone who goes, oh, football's nothing to do with Pokemon, you shouldn't be talking about it. Number one, right now, half of the England team have got a sponsorship with Pokemon UK. So, uh, suck that. Um, and we, we will be talking about football because officially they have a sponsorship with Pokemon. Have you seen the advert of Bellingham, Cody and Saka playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> it is the most cringeworthy thing I've ever seen. And I'm a big Jude Bellingham fan. I, I yeah. love the kid because he's uh, he's. I, I'm a, I'm from Birmingham. Uh, we're both really from Birmingham. Uh, you're from the Aston Villa side. I'm from the Birmingham City side. So Jude Bellingham uh, was a homegrown Birmingham City boy. Uh, so I love everything the kid does, but it's really cringy. <laughs> yeah, look, well, I support. I, I grew up. I grew up in you know. Well, not not to say the area, but I grew up in Birmingham. And as did ones here. Technically, I grew up in the area where people support Birmingham, um, Birmingham City. But my family's always supported Aston Villa, so that was just a thing for me. Um, Jude Bellingham's their pride and joy, and Jack Grealish is our pride and joy. But I do love, I do love Bellingham. Bellingham's great. Um, yeah, the advert was cringy, bro. But do you know what wasn't cringy? The two 0 win against Germany. It's oh! coming home. It's, co- okay, it's let's coming. Let's not do that. <laughs> not do that. We're gonna be hearing that everywhere for the next two or three weeks until we inevitably crash out of the tournament. So let's just try and keep that out of the podcast. Yeah. No, that's oh, bad. God. Um, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good... I missed um, the first 20 minutes due to work. Absolute morons. But, um, you didn't miss yeah. much, mate. Say again, bro? Oh, you didn't miss much. Those first 20 minutes were dead. See, like, I know I, know I sound biased saying this, bro, but as soon as Greedish got on that pitch... Bang, bang, switch up two goals within 10 minutes of him coming out. I'm like, yo, that's a sign. Start him, just start him. Half, nearly all the nation are saying, why aren't you starting him? What are you doing? 
I want to see a video of Jack Grealish playing Pokemon Go. That'd be interesting because the guy's a I've character. Already, have you seen a video of Jack Grealish getting asked what I um, uh, what's it called? No, it's I can't. Wikipedia, yeah. Apparently, he's just like, oh, what? <laughs> an, an encyclopedia. You know what an encyclopedia is? I don't, I don't know, know what, what that word means. <laughs> I God love him, man. But um, yeah, so football's been good, man. And the whole week's been amazing. It's been upset after upset. I put ten pound on France to win the tournament. Uh, that, <laughs> that, was, that was a ball of flames, bro. So uh, yeah, allez bleu, allez bleu. <laughs> that's what. But right now on Twitter, there's just memes of M Crappe, just like my <laughs> overweight version of M. <laughs> Oh, terrible. Oh, but, uh, I've not seen those. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, but yeah, so uh, might as well get back to the topic of the podcast. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just seen the picture of my team crapping. You know what? It, the tent, to be fair, man, like. The tenor gone down down the drain hasn't bothered me as long as we haven't got to come against France. So it is what it is. And I'll take Ukraine, man. I'll take Ukraine over Sweden as well. So I'll take, um, yeah, I'll take. We, we've got a really good draw, but, but still, I'm crappy. <laughs> we, we, we had a good draw against Croatia as well. Look how that ended. But um, true, true. So, the point. so for those that don't know what's been going on this week, I spoke about it on the episode 12 where I was on my own um, on the weekend. My fiance was very ill, and I have also contracted what she had, which thankfully isn't COVID. Um, and she doesn't have COVID either; it's just a really bad flu. But I've tanked through it. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast, so she, uh, she's. I'm. I'm. Not, I'm. I'm only joking. Um, nah, she. She's getting better. Thankfully, she's all right. But we spoke about this, and um, basically, bro, the mascot of this podcast is taking over Pokemon right now. Hell yes! Bow down, no. Bidoof. Bro, now hear me out, right? Bidoof, arguably... Now, when I made Bidoof the mascot, I did have people saying to me, like, bro, of all the Pokemon you'd pick, why him? Like, one of the most hated Pokemon. And I'm just there, like... <laughs> bro, what? what? <laughs> I just said, no crap, mate, to me. Go away. <laughs> yeah, um, Bidoof isn't really one of the most hated. He's, uh, he's actually quite adored because he's just an adorable little... Dickhead, he's, a really. meme. Yeah, he's, he's a meme, isn't it? I, I didn't pick it because of the meme. I picked it because of that picture where the trainer refused to take Bidoof and Bidoof's just there crying. Like, I thought, no, nah, that's hurt me. That has Bidoof will be now my Pokemon, which it has. And um, it's just ironic that the trainer lounge mascot has took over Pokemon. I think that's a sign. I really do. Um, <laughs> everyone, in the, bro, everyone in the community knows me for Bidoof. The amount of people that have been messaging me, memes and jokes, like that meme you sent to me about 10 minutes ago of the Bidoof, that's been sent to me three times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got people inviting me to raids. I've done 40 Bidoof raids to get a shiny Bidoof. I've had everyone messaging me the shinies, everyone saying, oh, I'll save this one for you. Everyone's been looking out for me, so I appreciate that. But officially, now nobody ever saw this, I don't think. Bidoof has its own day, bro. And I don't mean an event. I mean, July the 1st is now onwards, officially, Bidoof Day. What's love your... It. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Call me Craig David, because I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. But I'm loving it right now, bro. The amount of people that are going to say to me, yeah, oh, 
you've made that Pokemon your mascot because it's got its own day. I'm like, bro, I adopted this Pokemon before it was even a thing. I don't want to hear it. You adopted Bidoof a good year or so ago. So yeah, bro. If people are going to say that, then they're just misinformed, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, I've got the put. The pudding is in the proof. On my Pokemon Go, I've now walked Bidoof for 280 days. So do that with what you will. But um, yeah, so an official Bidoof day which means there's a whole event on Pokemon where every single Pokemon on that day will be Bidoof. Love it. Um, every single raid is Bidoof. One star, two star, and legendary raids. There's legendary Bidoof raids. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a PvP cup called Bidoof where you can only choose three Pokemon. And the one's Bidoof, the second's Bidoof, and the third's Bidoof. So you can only Bidoof in this cup. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why have they, like, it's like, it's gone so overboard with it, I love it. <laughs> Everyone's complaining, like, you're trying to distract us with this Bidoof, but we all know, and I'm like, oh, shut up, bro, it's fun, like, this is phenomenal, like, Bidoof, actually, fun fact, Bidoof wasn't the only time it actually took over Pokemon Go this week, not to this extent, but when Generation 4 was announced, um, Niantic just slapped Bidoof all over their social media for laughs before announcing um, Gen 4, because obviously Bidoof's Gen 4. And um, yeah, but nah, honestly, mate, like that's tomorrow, by the way, this Bidoof day. So I'm going to be playing a lot. I get home from work at five and then onwards, I'm just going to be spending about five hours outside walking, catching Bidoof, trying to get as many shinies as I can. I think me... I'm off off tomorrow. Come to town. We'll go go Bidoof day in. Oh, bro, I'm all for it, man. Honestly, I'm all for it. Like, this... I'm so happy that my mascot's got an event. The Pokemon gets clowned badly, and, oh, you know, it's beautiful. I'm so happy it's got its own event. I, I, I feel like crying. I'm like, wow. My mascot has got this much love. It's quite a, absolutely phenomenal. Whereas my mascot will just continue to rot in the abyss. Until- <laughs> Actually, speaking of which, did uh, not really speaking of Burnett, but kind of costume related. Did you see what was trending on Twitter earlier? I don't think I did. So, so as I said, I was um. I was sorting out the topics today for the podcast and writing them down. I thought, because there wasn't too much content to talk about, I thought, I'll go on Twitter and I'll have a little look. um, And I clicked on trending and the first thing I saw was furry Twitter. Now, I've got a little... Yeah. um, Now, (laughs) this this might be... uh, this, This might be a uh, glaring topic to talk about, which gets me hate-bombed. Now, I'm not going to say I hate furries. I'm not saying that. Relax yourself. Calm down. I'm not saying that. What I will say is um, this is is actually a a truth. This is actually me admitting something. I have a phobia of furries. You have a phobia of furries? I'm really, really scared of furries. Truthfully, I'm I'm really scared of them. It's not a meme. I'm I'm terrified of furries. They scare the life out of me. Why? Okay, so it, it's this thing about... Um, it's this thing about a costume, right, of this cute animal, but a feeling of just someone's in that animal looking at me with their own eyes. It scares me, bro. Like, I'm so you scared. Of so scared of Five Nights at Freddy's, bro. It's unreal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I won't look at that game. 
Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I've, I've, I've blocked all of them games on Xbox, so I can't look at the Game Pass. All of you guys uh, listening to the podcast, I want you all to do me a favor. If you could go onto the Trainer Lounge Twitter and spam us with as many pictures of Five Nights at Freddy's characters or furries as you can. Just... That's also a very good way of getting yourself insta banned within minutes. Do <laughs> not be sending me no furries, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, like, and a little fun fact as well. What are them crisps called that's got the teddy bear on the front? Oh, pom bears. Ah, no, it's not, not pom bears. Sorry, it's not a teddy bear. It's like um, an old school crisp. Old school crisp. It's got like a furry on the front. I can't think of what it's called. Not Monster Munch either. Um, oh, can't think of what it is. Yeah, it's not really a furry on the front. It's like a an animal. It just looks like a furry, and I can't think of what they were called now. Uh, I'm gonna Google this crisps with animal on the front. I can't think of what they're called to save my life. Um, I'm thinking what? Happy Snacks. That's it. Remember Happy Snacks? Yeah, yeah. So my dad bought me them and I cried every time we'd buy them because I just didn't like them. I don't like it. Like, And the thing is, some people think it's a joke to like bring one to me but the problem is when I get scared I get vicious and I, and I hit <laughs> like this happened with Ronald McDonald I have a fear of Ronald McDonald and punch Ronald McDonald in the face when I was 10 years old because I don't like it but let's be real who doesn't have a phobia of Ronald McDonald facts I mean that's where most clown phobias come from I believe that's all it but uh yeah so um, I don't know why that was a topic I just thought <laughs> I thought that's why there wasn't that many topics on Twitter because if I go on Twitter, furries are everywhere and I refuse to go on Twitter with furries everywhere. So, uh, <laughs> and then he started talking about furries for some reason. Yeah, because it just it's a costume and it uh, Mega Burnett's got like a costume and I'm just like the onesie and it just made me think of like, I don't know, furries. It just it just made me think of it. So I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll quickly mention that. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, a little thing I've wrote down, talking of football. Um, do you think Pokemon could ever do, like, a football game? I mean, like, Mario's done... What was the one on the Wii? Oh, I thought, uh, Super Strikers or something like that. Mario Strikers yeah, Charge, that was, that was it. I thought that was really good. Like, what's your opinion on that? Do you think we could ever see anything like Pokemon-related? Well, to be honest, the, the closest thing we'll ever get to something like that will probably be Pokemon Unite, if we're being honest, because... Like True. sports, it's kind of awkward. Like, how are you going to see a ghastly playing football? You know, like I, I guess it could work. Like, if you, I'm, I'm trying to think of how you'd make it work. Maybe you pick a different Pokemon for each position, and they've all got like special powers. Like, ghastly. yeah, yeah, like, like defense. Yeah, yeah, like defense attack. You know, uh, some with more aerial abilities. Snorlax could be in goal. You know. Speaking um, of, uh, of football and Pokemon, I did see an inter like <laughs> so. Um, the England football team has been sponsored by Pokemon, as you said earlier. Uh, and they did an interview with uh, with Gareth Southgate, the England manager. Uh, <laughs> a Pokemon had set up, but all, all of the interview was like, it, it was a bunch of like three and four year olds, like a bunch of kids asking Gareth Southgate a bunch of questions. <laughs> this three year old girl, she just turns around and goes, Pikachu is known for being really energetic and lively. Which member of the England team is the most like Pikachu? And it's like, what? <laughs> Wait, what was the answer to that, though? Jesse Lingard, who wasn't even in the squad. 
He's mugged it. He's t- he's took the mick out of that girl. He's like, I bet you don't even know this, do you? Watch bang, <laughs> Jaylings. Good old Jaylings. Yeah, like it's it's really weird. And then they asked uh, what what position would Pikachu play? It's like little kids don't care about this. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, yo... play, he thinks Pikachu would be a right winger. By the way. <laughs> You know what? What? Now, nah, Pikachu's the um, Pikachu could do uh, like a volley, bro, with Iron Tail, just volley straight into the net. <laughs> but it's called football, not tail ball. True, true. I mean, yo, it's football, but you can still score with your head, bro. Oh, so, uh, yeah, it's such a crap game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> football, who watches it? Who, who likes football? Definitely not me. I know, right? What, what weird sport. <laughs> I, I am gamer, no sports here. <laughs> no, it's only bro. No, it's only. But um, yeah. So like, I just thought that'd be an interesting thing. Whether li- listen, po- whatever Pokemon throws their brand at, it seems to work. Um, they've got pretty much a Pokemon for everything, bro. Look, apart from sports games, really. But as you said, Unite seems that kind of thing, and we will definitely be going into Unite in a bit, so we can definitely talk about that soon. But one thing I do want to mention, um. Okay, well, are you okay going into the next segment? Absolutely, or as always, go for it. So, um, I know you're not massive on a TCG, but whenever there's like a special set, I always do get like, you know, the celebration events. And uh, Pokemon have announced a celebrations TCG that's coming out on October the 8th. And um, have you seen any of these cards? I think I've seen it. Is this the set that? Oh wait, no. Um, it's not the set. Sorry, no. I've seen the set where it's like four cards that combine into one. Um, you're talking about like the special edition anniversary sort of stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've seen one of them. I think I've seen the uh, the Mew. It's... Yeah, the Mew looks amazing, yeah, and I, I think, think the... the Mew. Yeah. Have you not seen the Venusaur either? It's like um base set Venusaur just reprinted. Oh, that's so cool! No, I haven't seen yeah. that. Yeah, they're doing so. They did it before with Generations, which came out for the 20th anniversary, um, which was like uh, basically uh, the original packs with a few um, spiced up added uh, variants and whatnot, like a reverse hollow base set Charizard and and whatnot, which I do have fun times. Um, But yeah, now I thought I'd just see if you had seen any of this. I'm definitely going to pick some up, bro, because they just look so good. Like, when you get a chance, have a little Google and just uh, see what you think of, see what they look, man. I think they just look beautiful. TCG is mad expensive, so it's not a thing for me where I'd want to get the whole set. But I think I just want to get a few, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I reckon they're the type of thing where if you get one or two and you hold them for 10, 15 years, they'll be worth a packet. They will be worth a bag, mate. That is true. Speaking of Pokemon cards, though, I paid <laughs> I paid three pound fifty on I think is it Magic Roundhouse. Magic I think that's Roundhouse. what it is. No, what's that site that sells like cards and stuff? Is it Magic Roundhouse? It's Magic something. I'm sure it's Magic something. Yeah, um, heard of this. yeah but I bought Pokemon cards off there anyway. Coming like a week, and I bought three Bidoof cards. Um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, because why wouldn't I? Um, let me see. If, oh, wait, here I've got it here. Magic Madhouse, sorry, Magic Madhouse. That's Magic the play. They, 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 sell like, 
Yeah, they sell like merchandise for Pokemon and they sell like all kinds of Pokemon cards. So I just typed in Bidoof and they had every single Bidoof card ever in the TCG. And I just bought all the ones that had like a hollow effect to them. So um, I've got three. I've got one of them, which is a full art Bidoof. Um, and two other ones, which are like a classic uh, Diamond and Pearl packs with hollows. And they look really nice, actually. Um, happy I've got them. I just need to get some nice sleeves for them to put them in. But uh, and going on TCG <laughs> for the Bidoof day, there's also a Bidoof TCG coming to the online version of the trading card game, which oh, you can redeem. Which you can redeem. It's got a uh, Bidoof sleeves for your cards online. It's got like a Bidoof themed deck. Like yo, they're not messing about, bro. They're putting a statement out. Like yo, Evie, move out the way. Bidoof is Pikachu's next nemesis. Okay, like. <laughs> Imagine, nah. I know, I know, like it's for memes and that. But I, to be fair, I was researching this. Pikachu doesn't even have its own day, bro. Like, there's Pokemon Day, which is 27th of February, but Pikachu doesn't have its own day. Like, yeah, Pikachu is now officially more important <laughs> than Pikachu to the franchise. Pikachu <laughs> as of day. Oh, brilliant. I, I just, you know what? I don't know. I don't know what to say more about that. To be fair, um. So, Pokemon Go has obviously been in the news recently. You know what? We might as well bring a few things into this topic. Because I've got, like... When I write the d- topics down, I tend to put something about Pokemon Go. And then later on in the list, I put another thing about Pokemon Go. So, I need to learn to keep them in categories. But yeah, you do. <laughs> are you okay to go about uh, yeah, Pokemon go, go? go for it, mate. Honestly, if you want to change the topic, whenever you want to change the topic, just go for it. All right, let's go then, man. So, um... Let's talk about the positives first. So, Pokemon Go, Realistic Skies. I'll, I've put that as a subtitle. So, Pokemon Go have had an update to Pokemon... Uh, uh, Niantic have made an update to Pokemon Go where, in the game, the skies in-game will represent the skies in real life. So, not like weather, but the actual shade of the sky in the game will look like the shade of the sky in real life. And um, there's a lot of screenshots on the Silph Road that look beautiful, like sunsets and... Yeah, it, it it looks really good to be fair. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Interesting. That sounds really like it sounds weird, but also really interesting. Like that's such a cool idea. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people have been hating on them, saying, you know, well, what about all the bugs and, and patches? And number one, someone's come out and says, I don't know if this is true, but someone did say that the the team that makes these like aesthetic update updates, they are not the team that makes the coding for the game, like XP and all that. Like, it's just a different team. So, apparently, they push updates at different times. I can't confirm that or deny that, but apparently, that's a thing that's coming out. But, um, yeah, it's a nice update. It makes the game nicer to play. It'll kill your battery a lot quicker. So, really heavy on your phone's battery. Yeah, the negative side of that is people are saying, why can't you just have a toggle? Like, let us play a downgraded version if we want. And if you want to play the highest graphical version of Pokemon Go, then allow us to do that too. And I do agree with that. Up choices and options are always the best thing, personally. Um, what's the... Yeah, another thing about Pokemon Go, which I definitely want to go into. So do you know who Reversal is? Excuse yeah, Reversal's... That's fine, it's fine. Reversal's one of the big uh, the big Pokemon Go uh, like influencers, right? He's, uh, he's in the same category as... Um... Trainer tips and all that. Trainer tips and Mystic Seven. Uh, he's one of the 
what do you call them? The the representatives? The I, I actually I call them the Elite Four because you've got trainer tips, you got trainer tips, Zoe Two, Darts, Mystic, and Reversal. And um, so one thing I said last week, which I definitely want to apologize for because I had my information incorrect. I said on last week's episode with you that these Elite Four no longer have like a partnership with Niantic. So they're kind of left in the dark to what Niantic are doing. I was actually wrong on that. It turns out they still do have a um, partnership with Niantic. I'm not aware if Reversal does, but I know Zoe Two Dots does, and I know Trainer Tips does. I'm, I'm assuming Mystic Seven does, but I don't watch Mystic Seven to know. Um, he was the only one of the Elite Four that I ever watched, really. Yeah, so Zoe Two Dots made a video saying comments below, and I will give feedback directly to Niantic. Um, same thing with trainer tips. He said the same sort of thing. Like they've got the power to be able to talk to Niantic, um, Niantic directly. But the reason why I mentioned reversal because he put something on Twitter, which I mean, have a look by all means if you want. But he's put on Twitter that for the month of July, all of his revenue that he would have otherwise spent on Pokemon Go, he's giving to charity because in the tweet he said he doesn't think Niantic deserve any of his money for the choices wow. that they're currently making. Like, yeah, bro, wow. bro, check that. Like, please check that while on live, just so you can see, just in case I've missed anything too. But I believe that's correct. Let me know. Um, I'm just gonna check this all up. Um, uh huh. Have a little look at that quick time and yeah, then. Uh, yeah, that's... If that's like I'm, when did he tweet this? By the way, uh, I I couldn't tell you when. It's either yesterday, today. It, it was relatively recently. I want to say, um, you might need to have a look and see and tell me. I mean, I can also check this up myself. Actually, um, let's have a little look. Reversal. Uh, okay, here we go. Reversal Pokemon Go. Let's have a look. When did uh he tweeted this eight hours ago? Eight hours ago, okay. I have allocated my entire Pokemon Go budget for the month of July instead to go to St. Jude. I feel Niantic does not deserve more money right now unless some changes are made. That was a statement wow. by Reversal. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't seen this. Like, I'm, I'm looking at his Twitter right now. I can't see this. Uh, yes, yeah, well done. It's, it's like eight hours ago. Um, I can send you the direct to the link if you need me to. No, no, I believe you. Like, I absolutely believe you. But, like, that's that's... I've got to say, Reversal, I didn't know anything about you until now, but I've, I'm a fan now. That's that's big dick energy. That's that's a chat yeah. move right there. I've just I've just put it to you on um, the WhatsApp, by the way, just so it's an easier. You can see it straight away. I'm having a look at this, but seriously, yeah. what, what a Chad. What a freaking Chad. What a legend. I saw that, um, and I just thought, I put my phone down and just gave just a round, a round of applause to absolutely no one. But in my heart, it was to reversal. I was like, wow, like that is a statement, bro. Fair, fair play. And I think that's such a huge, like, there's one thing not spending it on Niantic, but putting a public statement out to say, Niantic, you would have got more money, but I'm giving it to charity because you're morons. That's a bit like, oh, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that's huge. More more people need to start doing this. Like, people don't do this kind of activism, this kind of public statement often. So for him to straight up come out and say, I do not feel the company that I am partnered with deserve my money. Now, that's huge. the thing. 
I do not know whether he's still partnered with Niantic. I know. So I've watched um, Zoe Tudak's video and trainer tips, and they have said specifically they are still in talks with Niantic and can directly give information. I don't know whether reversal is because out of the four, he's probably the least content heavy with Pokemon Go as he does a lot in the main series now. Um, whereas Zoe Tudak's trainer tips and reversal, um, sorry, and Mystic 7 all make their revenue entirely off Pokemon, whereas Mystic, you know, Twitch streams and, you know, Twitch streams, Sword and Shield and whatnot. Um, I, I can't say. Maybe he's, maybe he's not. I have no idea. Why is there a bike? That's annoying. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd just throw that up as well. Like, that's a big statement. And, and I think I want to say it to people as well. So I'm still spending money on Pokemon Go because right now I enjoy the game, right? Now, one thing I want to say is, when this update takes place and they do um, decide to, because right now they even said it was a test thing. They're going to try the waters with it. Now, by all means, it's not happening yet. They said, um, I think by the end of July or sometime in July, they're doing it. Now, they would have had the time by then to decide to, you know, reverse this change. They would have seen everybody's feedback. They, and, you know, if it is true, trainer tips and whatnot, I spoke to them. They would have had all the time in the world to see that no one wants this change. And if they're still adamant on doing it, despite everyone's feelings, then I will refuse to ever put money on Pokemon Go again until that um, until that change is reversed. I won't do it, bro. I will not give them my money if they do this to the community. Not a chance. Will you refuse to play the game as a whole, though? No, because... I've, I, I speak to a lot of people who are free-to-play players and they get so much enjoyment off the game. And if anything, it's more honourable for them to play free-to-play. And overall, I do like, I do love the game as a joke. Like, I love Pokemon Go. It's one of my favourite pastimes to do when I'm, you know, away from home. Um, so I, I, I truthfully don't think I'd stop playing it because as long as I'm not personally providing money to Niantic, I'd feel good about myself. Do you know what I mean? Because that's like... I don't think it's like it's like reversal. He's not saying he's not going to play the game. He's just saying he's not putting money on the game. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people are saying that. Well, and you, I think you do, you do realize that uh, even by playing the game and not spending any money on it, Niantic is still making money off of you. Oh yeah, no, of course, of course, because they're getting the numbers up. But they're getting hurt a hell of a lot more, bro. When people stop, like microtransactions is their main money. When that stops, bro, game over. Well, I think. I mean, they're they're doing partnerships with with uh, with like, I mean, the last one I can remember off the top of my head was they they did a partnership with like Adidas or like some high end fashion brand, and they're doing like sponsorships with those, and they get money through uh, the through ads. What was it called? Um, Gucci was one of them, and uh, what is it? Everyone wears it. It looks, like, in my opinion, the right Supreme something or something. I can't. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't think of what it is. The trash brand anyway, but like, but to say that though, that's like saying, would I stop the main series because of the Pokedex thing? And it's like, there is a fair argument to never play that again because of that. Do you know what I mean? And it was a thing nobody wanted. Um, now, a lot of people will argue, oh, I still think it's possible to have every single Pokemon on a Switch game. I, I do believe that. 
they have why the assets for it. My, my question is, why do we need that? Because it's kind of diluting the game to do that. No other monster catching game in the entire, like, no other franchise. Look at Digimon, for example. They don't have every single Digimon available in every single game because, well, that that's just stupid. Like, uh, I mean, I, to be honest, I do disagree because it's like number one, you're right. Not every other, not every other monster catcher game does have that. But then, not every other monster catcher game is the biggest franchise in the world, right? So that that's one thing, and, and I think that I think that's a fair thing to say. But my thing is, we've always had that in Pokemon. Do you know what I'm saying? So from Gen One to Gen Seven, we could catch every single Pokemon in every single. I mean, the whole slogan of Pokemon. Your phrase in there is slightly off, sorry. Because uh, no, cool. you couldn't catch every Pokemon in Okay, every yeah, yeah, game. okay, that's fair, that's fair. But you could still obtain every Pokemon, right? You could obtain still... transfers, yeah. Yeah, but you could... So let's say, like, I don't know, um, admittedly you couldn't catch them, right? I've got to catch them all, but you could still register them all to the Pokedex, apart from Gen 7, which had a different dex, but you could still obtain a Pokemon. For me, I just think... For me, Sword and Shield, an 8.5 out of 10. With the entire Dexing, it would have been a 10 out of 10. Imagine if Sword and Shield had the Dex, right? The only thing people would complain about would be, oh, the graphics and the trees. But other than that, there'd be no reason for people. I just yeah, think... They'd complain about the story as well, let's be real. Because the story... Like, I I, uh, I got curious earlier today, and I read a, a Bulbapedia summary of the, the story of Sword and Shield. Because I was thinking back to myself, and I'm like, well... I know there's the darkest day, uh, and I know that Rose wants to bring about the darkest day, but like, yeah. what actually was the story? And until the eighth gym is one paragraph on the Bulbapedia story summary, like, the, the story of Sword and Shield is absolute garbage. Like, no, the actual story itself, like, what they're trying to do, what they're trying to tell is actually a decent story. What we get given is, oh, um, someone wants to save the world. And then Leon says, okay, well, uh, I also want to save the world, but I don't want to save the world until next week. Then I will help you. And then Rose goes, no, I want to do it tomorrow or nothing. And then Leon walks away. And then suddenly, oops, I accidentally saved the world, but I accidentally destroyed the world as well. Like, it's... It's nothing. It's 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 literally it's, it's nothing. Trash. It's, it's trash. It's like, trash. Like it now, I, a lot of people would disagree with this. I think you'll definitely disagree with this statement. Um, but I would like to say one thing first. So I believe the story in Sun and Moon is trash. I I, I personally believe that. Now hold oh. up, hold up. <laughs> let let me continue my point. Let me continue my point. The story in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is much better. There was a lot of changes that were made. There was a lot of added more context to it. it for me, that felt like the complete experience. You know, Ooh, okay. you could you, know, you can say that for all sister games, right? You can say now. Here's my thing, right? Gen five had black and white, fantastic story. I now Gen five is one of my worst gens, but for stories, Gen five was phenomenal. Nothing touches it. The best Pokemon story in any Pokemon game. Period. Right. Now, their sister game, which wasn't a sister game, it was a sequel, added an entire new story, right, which was fantastic, bro. Like, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon just made a few changes to the story to make it better and then a few gimmicks for gameplay. And, and it just annoys... And that's what I'm saying about Game Freak. Now, again, if you want, you can go on that point about 
Sun and Moon having a bad story. I, I just think, I think, okay, if you had the choice to play Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which one would you play? Sun and Moon. Really? Over the Ultra games? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I completely disagree with you. I, I knew you would. I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm talking about like the whole point of the story is the relationship between family and, you know, like Lily and her mother and Lily learning to overcome the abusive parents and abusive childhood that she had. And in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, we don't get that. We get no characters at all. The only person in who's improved is Guzma from uh, Sun and Moon, so Ultra Sun and Moon, and it's barely, barely an improvement. I genuinely believe that Sun and Moon has... I wouldn't say the best because I do think Black and White actually tried something and uh-huh. was a vet. Like I will completely agree that Black and White had the best story in the entire franchise, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But Sun and Moon is a close second to me. Really? See, Jeff, I would. Um, okay, so I, I want to say this right. If Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon never existed, Sun and Moon story would be great. But because Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon exist, it convolutes things, right? There's no reason for people to go and play some of them. Now, you say, right, the story's better. But if you're a fan, it's like saying, would you rather play Ruby Sapphire or Emerald? The majority of the fan base are going to pick Emerald just because it's the best of both worlds. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just the best game. Would you rather play Diamond Pearl or Platinum? Uh, Platinum, please. Do you know what I'm saying? That's for more reasons, though. Platinum just... Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, of course. It's miles better in that sense. Whereas I'd say... I'd say um, Gen 7, the sister games are probably the weakest sister games we've ever had in any Pokemon game. I'll agree with you that. Know? I'll agree with that. But I'll also say they did do a lot of really interesting things. They they ranked up the, they ramped up the difficulty quite a bit. The Ultra and the Crossbow as well. Yeah, that was, that was, that was so hard. That was so Stupidly hard. difficult. That is insane, isn't it? That is true. That That's a massive talking point, really. But that's what I mean by... When I say Game Freak do things, bro, that just annoy you, and you think why? Just you know what your fan. That's why this whole thing come about because that's what I mean by Niantic. That's why I won't stop playing Pokemon Go because it's like the main series. They do things that just annoy me to no end, and there's no need for it just to be complicated. There's no need for shiny locking things. There's no need for shiny locking things. People could say, oh, to do it in events, but it doesn't make your fan base happy. No, and, I, you know, and I, that's that's my point with Pokemon Go. I'm not going to stop playing it because Niantic are doing stupid things. Game Freak have been doing stupid things since Generation 4. Arguably the greatest ever games are Heart Gold and along with Auras for me and probably Black 2 and White 2 for you, I'm assuming. Um, I don't want to assume. You can tell me. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I, I know we... we... In one of the early podcasts, we talked yeah, about we what our favourite games were. I can't even remember what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are definitely, like, I think Gen 7 in particular is definitely top three for me. Like, I, I might have been stupid and put it at number one just for, for controversy, but it's, you know, it's definitely top three. I, I don't know where it is between, like, two and three, but it's definitely up there. I really, really, really enjoyed Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I really, really enjoyed Sun and Moon. Gen 7 for me was like it felt like an attempt to redo Black and White 
it felt like it was going off in that direction, but people which uh, Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. No, uh, Sun and Moon. Like oh, people, people yeah. weren't annoyed at Sun and Moon because of the story. They were annoyed at Sun and Moon because Game Freak didn't know how to program the games correctly. And I think part of that is Facts. because they tried to stuff so much content in with the fact that there's 700 plus Pokemon in those games. Like, I mean, when you actually think about the logistics of programming a Pokemon into a Pokemon game, you've firstly got to program all of their base stats and their model and stick that all together. You've then got to program a specific animation for that Pokemon using a specific, like every single one of the moves. So you've got to program 700 plus Pokemon using... 700 plus moves differently and you, you've got to make sure that one Pokemon using a specific move doesn't crash the game because of a, a slight one instead of a zero somewhere because the code's slightly off. Because in some older Pokemon games like you could do stuff like get missing no and completely break the game by you know entering a bunch of ones and zeros in, in the right place. In newer Pokemon games, it's impossible to do glitches like that. So you can imagine they've spent such a long time assigning things to the right place. Uh, and I just, I think they've really messed up their workload by having as many Pokemon obtainable as they have. And Sun and Moon doing Dexit was a, a way for them to kind of say, okay, well, we're going to focus more. Sun and Moon, you said. Not Sun and Moon, sorry. Sword and Shield, ignore me. Uh, yeah, Sword and Shield was a way of them saying, we're not going to do this anymore, we're going to focus on making the game a good game. And then Sword and Shield happened, and everyone was like, what the hell did you do? I, um, yeah, no, so I agree, and I know what you mean. Like, there is the part of looking at Game Freak and saying, well, you know, are they able to have the animations for 800? How many Pokemon is that? 879? Is that the number? It's stupid like that. And that's, like, not including Mega Evolutions and... You know, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. So, like, now, while I'm aware there's so many Pokemon and maybe that's a lot of animation work, right? What what my annoying thing is, you future-proof, right? Just future-proof the games. Like, now, most of the assets are copied from 3DS games anyway. Like, doesn't... um What's his name? Doesn't Hop have so many similar animations to, like... A, a character from I'm sure that was a thing when Sun and Moon come out. There was a lot of videos of um lazy game free copying um animations from you know past games, which I, I don't I don't hate. I think that's a good, you know, I think it's a fair, decent design choice. It saves money, it saves time to focus on other things. So copying doesn't necessarily annoy me, but let me tell you what does annoy me though, right? You have a now Isle of Armor. Um, trash, absolutely trash. Anyone can come at me with that. Ooh, Awful... I'll, I'll come at you in a minute, but carry on. <laughs> right, Isle of Armor, absolutely trash. Now, only thing I liked about that was the whole Cub Fu thing. But for anyone who continued to play Sun and Moon after the come, uh, sorry, Sword and Shield after they played it, right, they were going to be over leveled to the point that this place wouldn't even touch us. I got there full, like, what, level 80 Pokemon. All the Pokemon were, like, level 65. There's no trainers, bar the um, Slowpoke trainer. Um, and apart from the two towers where you evolve uh, Kubfu to the different uh, Shifus. Um, the wild area was fantastic. Give it that. It was brilliant in um, 
Isle of Armour. And that's the only thing I truly liked about Isle of Armour. Um, Crown Tundra, really, really, really enjoyed. Um, loved all of the mysteries. I loved that it feels like in Crown Tundra, they don't hold your hand. It just feels like they let you... What I was getting to was, in both of these DLCs, they added, what, an extra 100 Pokemon from each one? I think it was around 130, 140. I think the deck's okay, about 650-something now. Yeah, so my point is now, you're closer to having a full deck than you are not having one. Why not just have a third? Right, there has been... So, sorry, excuse me, I'm just uh, breathing. Um, <laughs> so, Isle of Armour came out 2020 um, uh, uh, winter time, right? I want, I want to say that's correct. I believe uh, that's correct. Yeah, like a, I think it was yeah. winter, yeah. So, we're going to have a whole year without a main series game. Surely you would have a patch where people could just play this game just to hold them over. You might as well have just had a third patch and all you would have had to do was just add the remaining Pokemon and then bang, Sword and Shield was where it should have been in the first place, in my opinion. You know what I mean? People can say, oh, it took them this long, but at least it would have had it. You would have future-proof for the, for the future. But again, it is whatever. I, I think I think from onwards now, we're just never going to have a Pokemon game with all the Pokemon in. I think that's a, I don't a thing. Hate that, you know, I don't hate that mainly because it will keep the competitive meta really fresh. Because if you look at at, at the uh, the OU tier in Smogon, like the most the most played tier with like the most people playing it, uh, yeah, the entire meta game at the moment is centered around a, a few like a few <laughs> different Pokemon: Landorus, Therian, Ferrothorn, Heatran, and then Slowbro and Slowking. That is the uh -huh. entire meta at the moment, just because they are so strong. And Andrasterian has been around since Generation 5. Heatran has been around since Generation 4. Like, these Pokemon were obviously broken and obviously had something wrong with them. And as soon as they came back in the Crown Tundra, they just went straight up to the top of the usage chart, straight back into everyone's teams again. <laughs> And we stopped seeing Pokemon like Seismitoad, who was honestly one of the best Pokemon in the meta for such a long time. It completely fell out of usage again because, well, there are better options now. So I right. I like that because it, it, it's a way of artificially balancing the game to make sure that we don't just have, I don't know, Landorus Therion on every single team again. So, so when they, so when they brought it back in Crown Tundra, Landorus, right? Hmm. How was your opinion? Was, was you happy? Was, was you just like, oh, here we go? I was but, uh, like, for Landorus in particular, I was like, oh, for God's sake, please, not this thing again. But for every other Pokemon, I was kind of like, yeah, that's cool. But so now, your if your argument was, your argument was, um, we're not going to have all the Pokemon in to make the fresh. Now that's a fair point. But they clearly threw that argument out the window when they started bringing ridiculously overpowered Pokemon back. Oh, That's I, my I, point. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, but at the same time, is... they need to be smarter about it. And if this is the first step to them being like, you know what, Landorus is broken. We're going to go a, a generation without having Landorus. And then in five, six years' time, we'll bring it back in and see how it does against the newer threats. That, that's cool. That'd be really cool. I, 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 agree, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is it just doesn't look like Game Freak... Just if that was the thing, right? Let's say we did not have Landorus at all come back in the Crown Tundra, 
and most of these ridiculously broken Pokemon didn't come back. I'd agree with your point. I'd be like, nah, you're right. They probably did it for the competitive scene. But the fact that they've brought them back clearly shows that they haven't kept a lot of Pokemon out for the competitive scene because they've just brought the most broken ones back. So for me, it doesn't look like they've done it for the competitive scene. It just looks like they're going, oh, it's just going to cost more to, to have them in, and it's so should we just leave them out? Yeah, go on then. We'll, yeah, it's fine, but we'll just bring two DLCs and add the odd 50. Ah, they'll buy anything. It's Pokemon fans. <laughs> and I mean... To be, fair, but- to be fair, they did leave out the majority of, like, they left out every single Mega Evolution, which has made the meta so much fresher, and they got rid of Z-moves completely, which I am 100% happy with. Like, I love Z-moves as a concept, but in execution, they make the game unplayable in a competitive sense. I hated them. I mean, see... Okay, wait then. Let me just, Alexa, turn Gaz's light on. <laughs> Alexa's joining the podcast. Oh, bro. Yeah, Alexa. Always. Every time, yeah, I do this podcast, I always say, turn this light on. And she's always like, this light doesn't exist. And every time I go off the podcast, she happily turns it on. Anyway, sorry, it's on now. So, my thing is, right, with this whole Pokemon thing, and again, we have gone on a bit of a mad one with this, but it is interesting to talk about. It, 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 I don't know, man. It just annoys me. It's like, okay, you just mentioned Mega Evolution. I want to touch touch upon that, right? Now, if you had your choice to have Megas in the game or not, I'm assuming you'd choose not to, right? No, 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 no. If I had the choice to have Megas in the game, I would completely choose to balance them all. And That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. 10, 20 points off of all of their base stats. Uh, and, and you know, make sure that they're not ridiculously broken to the point of over centralizing the meta. But right, so I, I want to ask you this right now if you had the choice to have them in, right, but they're still broken, or have them out and you know, well, just not have them at all, dash what em, would you choose? Dash them, dash them out. I don't want them in, I, even right. though I love Mega Burnett to the like Mega Burnett is probably the perfect example of a Mega. Well, wow, that was the birth of onesie Burnett, wasn't it? Mega Burnett, yeah, like I look at that thing and that Mega Glalie and Mega Camera Ups. I look at them and they're like, they're the perfect example of how to do a Mega Revolution perfectly. They take Pokemon that have no hope of doing anything in the competitive sense and completely give them a whole new lease of life, a new strategy new uh mechanics you know and and give them their own identity when you're giving stuff like salamence a mega evolution and freaking uh what else am i thinking of like uh, pokemon that probably didn't need mewtwo and charizard didn't need mega evolutions they didn't need two each but you know allow me so so what sorry sorry to to interrupt you it's just i want to cut my right the thing is with this though is now I don't please don't take any offense from this because it's number one. I think the competitive scene is one of the most interesting things, but I hope you agree. Uh, maybe you don't, but now what do you think the percentage of the player base is that? I- oh, absolutely. That- I, I completely get it. I completely now, get it. We are. Imagine if, imagine if, yeah. Char- imagine if Charizard never had a mega right now. Uh, while well, my opinion, Mega should be for Pokemon. Sorry, let me, that... just, let me just correct myself because I said Charizard shouldn't have had a Mega Evolution. What I meant was Charizard shouldn't have had two Mega Evolution. Oh, true. Yeah, no, agreed. That's, Absolutely. That's I mean. yeah. No, no, I, I'm a thousand percent there with you, mate. I completely agree. But like, my, my point is like, if Mewtwo, okay, Mewtwo had two as well, which was ridiculous. In my, in my personal opinion, 
Megas should be for Pokemon that are often overlooked, so that gives them a new lease of life. That's my opinion. But that won't happen. Megas will, I mean, whether Megas become a thing again, we hope. I think it will because of how popular it is. But Megas are always going to be some of the most popular Pokemon just because of. And if I had to choose to have Megas in, even though they're broke, just because of what they do for the fan base, I truly think I'd have them in, man. I just, I prefer it over Dynamax. I think maybe you like Dynamax, mate, so you can tell me about this because you Bro, know better. Don't, don't try and tell me that I like Dynamax. I hate the thing. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't so what would you choose though like Dynamax right now in the current meta or Mega's back broken what Dynamax would you actually is even more that? broken than Mega Evolutions so the competitive scene the smoke on the singles tier that I play completely banned it like within about a month of the, you know the meta being established it completely banned it we didn't want I just think anything to do with that Me- Mega's to me mate they're just su- such a cool idea and concept and if anything it was the main selling point of Generation X and Y. Well, Gen 6, sorry. I think it was the selling point. I think without Megas, them games would not sell as good as they did. Oh, I, I truly believe would. that. I think they would, because they were the first 3D Pokemon games. on. on they were on the 3DS. They were a big leap. So I think no, they, would I, I'm not, uh, they wouldn't have been as well remembered, but I think they'd have Yeah, seen. no. I'll agree to disagree, and I truly believe that too, about um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Without Megas, I genuinely don't think them games would have been as memorable and as good as they was. That That's my opinion. People can disagree and agree absolutely fine. You know, it is what it is. I just think Megas should be a staple in Pokemon going forward. I don't I think it should be a gimme. I think it... Um, but that, that's just me, bro. You, you know, and that's why I love having these discussions with you, because you're not... Pro- one who's going to agree for the sake of agreeing. If you definitely disagree, you will say that. So I definitely respect that. Um, but yeah, I, I just think going back to the whole Pokemon Go thing, I'm not going to stop playing it because I think do a stupid thing. I can just stop ways of personally supporting it. Do you know what I mean? Like I say that, but then I do every again. I buy every single game that Game Freak does, and half the time they annoy me. So it is what it is, man. I just for me, I get so much enjoyment out of Pokemon Go that it's the fact is, mate. Truthfully. I played four years of Pokemon Go without the double distance, yeah? You did. I play, and a lot of people don't think about it like that. A lot of the people that are angry and annoyed, and they have every right to be, of course they do. A lot of them people did spend four years without having that increase. So while it would be a terrible thing to have to deal with, because you're just limited to a whole new level of uh, just, you know, a horrible gameplay... Like, sorry, I can't necessarily get the correct words out, but you'd have to you adjust know. back to having. Uh, it'd be a yeah. negative thing. Like you'd 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 have less power in the game. You'd have less yeah, control, it, less distance. Yeah, I think I think we all get what you mean. It'd be a constant thing of I could reach that stop before, but now Niantic have made it so I can't, and that's why for me I will never support Niantic money wise. Now the only the only the only exception to that would be like a massive event like GoFest or something where, like, it's a massive thing for me. Like, I have a holiday every GoFest to spend playing it with my fiancé. It's a big thing for me, so yeah, I love doing you, it. You do a holiday and it's an event, yeah. I can kind of get that, but yeah. you're not spending so, anything in the actual game. Yeah, exactly. So, like, with me, I, I do spend quite a lot on the game, truthfully. Um, I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. I get a lot of time and I get a lot of, you know, I get a lot out of the game, so I feel like my money is well spent. Some people would disagree, but then them same people spend £50 on smoking cigarettes a week, so you do you. Um, 
it is what it is. Uh, to me, my money's my money. I work for it, man. I'll spend what I want to spend on. But again, just going on to that, if Niantic do keep this change and they... Yeah, the whole community have said what they want. Nobody wants this change. No one, there's not one person I've seen who goes, actually, yeah, I, I want this. No, no, Dave, you don't, mate. You think you do, but you don't. But <laughs> I, I'm just going off on a tangent. But if they if they do do it, yeah, I, I will refuse to ever put money on the game again, again. But um, completely yeah. understandable, completely understandable. And I, I think, Which, I think it's yeah. probably the, the death nail for the game for me if this does happen. I mean, I haven't played it in ages anyway, but I think I would just straight up delete it from my phone because I, I don't want to support that. I don't blame you. I, I honestly, mate, I do respect that. And, you know, I, I, I respect creators like Reversal who, you know, has to use his um, his platform. Mate, he gets most of his revenue from Pokemon Go. So that stance is a big thing for him. For people like me who are not well known and, you know, I've not got a career based off of it, it's not a thing for me. Like, I can have the power to go. I'm not I'm not supporting them. Whereas it will impact Reversal a lot. If raids for all them streams and if you can't spend all that money to get you know all these items that he makes videos on like it will impact him but definitely shout out to reversal for that stance it's massive respect man it's a big ball play you know it's it, it's a kick in the teeth to niantic and a well-deserved kick in the teeth in my opinion absolutely is mate. absolutely but yeah, I mean, you're okay. So, shall we go on to the uh, next topic? That one. Um, yeah, that one. Actually... Screw Niantic. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, man. Indeed, indeed. All right. So, brilliant diamond shining pole survey. I didn't want to. T- I was going to talk about this last last week, but I didn't see the point. And the only reason I'm going to talk about it this week is because at first we needed content, but that previous topic took up most of the content. So, <laughs> we can go over this if you want. I- to me, there's people making 10-minute videos because, of course, they are. I don't know. It... <laughs> oh, no. Go on. What? What's the switch? Okay, so have you heard of this Pokemon survey? Yes, I have. I've, I've heard of the, uh, the BDSP survey where they're asking a bunch of opinions on why are you interested in the game? And yeah. I saw yeah. um, Tyranitartube did a video... Um, about that, but he's—I must admit—I got to say this right now. Shout out to Tyranitar Tube, one of the only people in the Pokemon community now that isn't clickbaiting the shit out of things. Like he, you know, he, he titled the video where he covered this uh, BDSP survey and BDSP rumors, and he covered the BDSP survey and some BDSP rumors. Like he does exactly what what he says on the on the video. It's awesome but all of yeah, you are like yeah. oh my god game freaking are, are trying to d- hack your your phones and mine bitcoin you know what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> uh you know what it is yeah to be honest tyranitar wasn't even one of them i didn't even know i i, I used to watch tyranitar not as much anymore but nothing against the dude that's cool you know respect to him um my, mine was more about age drives because of course it is and hey, hate, we, and we hate. don't say that name around here all yeah, I know is hate yeah. age right now. <laughs> so it's it's Voldemort at this point, and um, HDV. Who now credit to A Drive. This is probably the only video in about a month that he's done that's probably clickbaity. Whereas HDV, I don't want to hate on the dude because he's like a really good looking guy and he just looks like a nice lad, and he does seem so friendly, so so friendly. He just looks like a nice lad to chill with. But my god, the oh, clickbait. 
day after day. I subscribe to the guy because I used to like the content, but every day it's Pokemon news and huge rumours. I'm just like... And do you know what he does? And I found out what he does. He goes onto the Reddit. He types in Pokemon leaks. There's an actual official Reddit page for Pokemon leaks. And he just reads the post post from there. Anyone can put posts on there. Anyone. Literally right? anyone. Literally so, and even people have put posts out saying, is anyone else sick of HDV making 10-minute videos every day of these? And it's becoming seriously saturated. And oh, I don't know. And I, I'm not hating on the guy. He's got a career to, you know, milk. He needs content. I get it. You know, we're in that season of Pokemon where we're, we're itching to talk about anything we can get our hands on. You know, they could upload a, a picture of Pikachu looking off a mountain and somebody would make a, a month effort content out of that. Um, for me, this whole survey, I don't mean much. Now, is it an official... Now, I'll ask you this because I just didn't do enough research to care. Is this an official survey from Pokemon? I think... I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. From yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, I think... It, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's... <laughs> I think it is an official one by the Pokemon company. Um, I, I watched the video by Tyranitar Tube and he said it was like I believe a it Nintendo is. Club thing. I think he said it was a Nintendo Club survey. So uh, I think it's probably been authorized by Nintendo. Uh, I don't know what their aim with it is, though. What do you reckon? Because I'm, I'm thinking they're just doing it. You know, as one of these generic, oh, which of these products have you heard about in the last... 30 days uh, you know just one of these yeah. generic surveys that companies do and then throw in the bin I think okay so for me there, there was one thing from the survey that stood out and it was like are you excited are you what are you most excited for about BDSP and it was um, you know playing for the region again another option was seeing all the new exciting updates and I thought that was interesting because why would you as a company allow that to be an option if that wasn't going to be one of the reasons someone was excited? Because people are saying it's a one-to-one remake. It's not, you know, um, it's not. And that, that is interesting. It was a thing. It's not a 10-minute worthy conversation <laughs> for, for YouTube. Interesting. But it, it's definitely a point to think of, oh, okay, you know, are they trying to say here, like, and, and we might... Um, so there was a Japanese post, I believe, on the Pokemon website, something like that. It's they definitely come from Pokemon, where they talk about Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Just it's like an advert, like relive the the Sinnoh game, right, kind of thing. And it translated roughly to um, enjoy a nostalgic adventure, which is um, which is which is memorable uh, and uh, and fresh at the same time. So it's memorable and exciting, exciting new journey, something like that. A nostalgic and exciting new journey through Sinner. Right? So they're just talking about the updated graphics when they talk about it being fresh. That's all that is. Possibly, possibly. I I, I do think I mean there is gonna be and they are, I think they have already come out and said like it will be a modernized Pokemon game. P share and everything else. I think that will. I think that will all take place. I think, you know, it'll be like all of the current updates just in a Gen Four game. You know, like the um the whole the hand holding, if you like. Um, so that's my opinion. I think that that's what they mean by that. I think it's a Gen Four game, but you know, with all the modern uh, what what's it called? Quality of life updates. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah, quality of life place, yeah. Holding more than anything, let's be honest. <laughs> Again, let's just hope for a difficulty setting. Let's hope Ilka know what they're doing, man. But, um, yeah, I don't really have much else to add to that, mate, unless you do. To be honest, I just want to hear something about the game. I, I don't... At this point, I'd be happy to literally just see something different that we haven't seen already. That... So... Well, it's all, you, you know what? You've just went into the perfect segue to go into the next segment. Um, so, talking about you wanting to hear news, right? Did you know? So, do you know when we heard news about Generation 7? Um, yes, I do, but I'm not sure what you mean. So, not the reveal where they first ever announced it, when we actually heard more news. So, we knew that the games were called Sun and Moon, but we didn't know nothing about them. Do you know when we got... It was a couple of months, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, we got the initial trailer, and the trailer showed basically nothing. Concept art, weren't it? Yeah. Concept art of Fletchling. Yeah, Pokemon uh, Day, weren't it? That was, yeah. Yeah, on Pokemon Day. Uh, And then it was like radio silence for a while. And then we got a. Was it a Pokemon Direct? Um, Direct. Yeah, I I believe it was a presence, but do you know when that happened? That presence? Yeah, same thing, same thing, yeah. Yeah, Um, I know what you mean. Think it, I think it was a couple of months later, actually. Yeah, so in fact, it was July um, when we got that. Now, yeah, it was sort of April time where we first got. But it's Pokemon Day in April. I, I cannot remember. No, no, po- Pokemon Day is twenty seventh of February. The original dates oh, for. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That that's when Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl got announced. Um, was for Pokemon Day, weren't it? That's when we made the first of our episode. Of the trainer lounge went well, the rebirth, yeah, of... yeah, it was, yeah, the rebirth, yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah, so July was when Gen 7 had more information come out for it. Do you know what month more information came out for um, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee? Oh, I, I wasn't paying attention to Let's Go at all, mate. So, I so same sort of thing got announced um, in February for Pokemon Day, and more information came out in July again. And same exact thing for Sword and Shield got revealed on Pokemon Day, and got we got more news in July. So again, could be a coincidence, but <laughs> you know, um, there is a Pokemon that that it, it it's a it's a Pokemon Day tomorrow for a specific Pokemon, Bidoof that we've already said. But Bidoof is Generation Four. Um, why have this day on the first day of July if you weren't going to have a big month for July? Maybe I'm completely off because in July, so maybe that's the focus. I'm not brilliant diamond shining pearl. That's my only thing putting me off. I know really. why. I know why they've done it, and I'll tell what? you why. Because they're about to reveal Mega Bidoof. Let's go, baby! <laughs> Let's be, be, be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Imagine. Oh dear, uh, Mega B Bar will make it happen. Um, but yeah, so uh, my only thing that's putting me off this this trailer for is a lot of people are going, "Oh, you know, it's July. Everything else was announced in July, and we had a presents." Now, here's the thing: I do think we could have a presents because the Pokemon Unite release date has not been announced. We know it's July. Yeah, it's Pokemon- July, but we haven't had a date. Yeah, we haven't had a date. So what I think would be perfect is if in a mid because I I've said to people it's going to be late July. It's obviously not early July because we would have had an announcement. They're not about no, you know, Gary from from Game Freaks. Not well, Gary from Pokemon Company is not going to go. 
all right, everyone, the release date's the 10th of July, bye. They're going to make it a big deal. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> I think... from the Pokemon company. <laughs> I don't know. We're all guys. We're all guys. And I, I think, to be honest, mate, I, I personally, this is my opinion, I've been wrong, and I'm happy to take the out again. Um, I believe there will be a presence um, in the middle of July that will announce the uh, Unite release date. And it could be a shadow drop, to be honest. They've done that before now, haven't they, with one of the Pokemon apps? Yeah, they've they done did. Shadow uh, with Cafe Mix, I believe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was. So I'm not saying they would they would shadow drop Unite because it's such a big game and it's got such a hype around it. Um, they they more than likely want to you know give that an official release date. But in the same presents, they could also give us some brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Um, I would personally put bets on about there being a presents this month. What about you? Do you think we'll hear anything this month from? At this point, I am honestly worried that we're going to get a delay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, honest, I'm honestly worried that we're going to get someone say, unfortunately, we need a little bit more time on the game. And we've had no, no, not at all. That no, nah, wouldn't happen, mate. Wouldn't happen. I'd mean, be happy if it did because at least then we'd know we're getting a quality product. Do you know why I don't think it that'll happen? Uh, and I can be completely honest with you now, right? So, hear me out. So we've got number one, Nintendo are known to push game freak to push games out. X and Y is a massive example for that. Not to say X and Y is bad, but it's a known thing where Game Freak was pushed by Nintendo because they needed a Pokemon game on the 3DS to boost the sales. Um, again, that's a thing uh, someone can sound wrong if they want that. There's articles I've read of that, but beside the point, um. There is no big game coming out for Nintendo this fall, really. People can say Metroid, maybe, but that will not reach Pokemon numbers, in my opinion. Actually, I'm, I'll confidently say that would not really re- uh, reach Pokemon numbers. And yeah, it's not. It, it straight up won't. You're right. It, yeah, it won't. Um, and not to say nothing bad about the game, but it's a 2D side scroller, and that's a very generic, that's a very specific audience that. You know, if it was Metroid Prime, I'd, I'd probably say, all right, that's got a good shout of getting solid numbers, but it's not. So the only big Nintendo game that could arrive this fall would be Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. There is nothing else that Nintendo have. From my knowledge, and, from, and this is why I said I didn't like E3, there was nothing. There was no big reveals. There was absolutely nothing. We're not getting Splatoon. I mean, there was good reveals, but, you know, we're not getting Splatoon 3 this year. We're not getting a new Mario Kart. They're, they're, honestly, mate, there is nothing. So here's my thought. If, let's say, they do delay Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, right? Let's say they do delay it. When would they bring it out? Would they then push back? So if you push back Legends Arceus, right, when would then Legends Arceus release? Because it would be suicide to release Legends Arceus around the same time as Breath of the Wild 2. It would be suicide. Like, no, I love Pokemon. You've got to I push one back. They have to push the other one back, and it, it messes up the rest of their release schedule. Yeah. You are right. But but at the same time, I, I don't know when we're going to re- receive news because it's like uh, we've been waiting for so long already, and we've had literally nothing. And it's. Yeah, I agree. Com- I completely agree, mate. It, and you are right. We haven't. It, we have been waiting a long time, and, you know, everyone and their dog was talking about July. Centro came out of his cave the other day. <laughs> Absolute muppet. He come out of his cave um, for the first time since June and started talking about Unite leaks. But you know, we're getting to that in a second. But yeah, so uh, 
listen, it needs to be July because you've got what August, September, October. I don't think you want to leave it that late to start advertising your game. I think at that point we start having trailers, don't we? And we start having more information and leaks coming out, Coro Coro scans and whatnot. Um, I, I don't know. I I think we do, mate. I think we do get some news this month. Let's hope, right? Let's hope. I hope so. I can only hope, mate. That is what it is. All right, are you ready to move on to the next segment? And this is pretty much the next meat of the podcast, but it's the ones after are very like uh, small kind of things. In the words of a famous Pokemon game, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go. <laughs> oh, yo! Imagine if they announced um Gen Four. Imagine they had a third game, and it was just like Pokemon Let's Go Bidoof. Oh God. Mate, if Game Freak had any balls, they'd do that for banter. Um, just shadow drop it. Shadow drop it on Bidoof Day. Let's go Bidoof. I'm all for it. Um, all right. So, <laughs> excuse me. I Okay, the big me, and I definitely want to talk about this because I am really excited. Pokemon Unite. So, shall we get into this? Let's go. Let's go. Right. So, last week we spoke about Unite. Now, um, I've I've put money on what your answer is going to be. I genuinely think I know what your answer is going to be. But did you have a chance to? I think the answer is going to be no. But did you have a chance to play the beta for Unite? I was so angry because I'd set some time up on the because uh, it was this Monday it got taken off, right? Um, nah, bro. It was Saturday because Tan came over and she Saturday. couldn't play it. So yeah, it come on Friday and it was on. So I think it was on like Thursday. It come around Thursday, Friday, Saturday time. Yeah, but it finished Saturday early morning. Ah, fair enough. Well, I'd, I'd set up some time um over. I think it was like on on Monday to to play it, and then I saw that it was taken up, and I was like, oh, for God's sake! Because I had a, I had a really busy weekend last weekend, and I I, have, I completely missed out, and so I'm really annoyed. Uh, I don't really wish I'd gotten a chance to actually play it because it, from what you were telling me, it sounded like my sort of game to a T. Yeah, yeah. So like now, for those that don't know, one's it guy's an incredible grafter, works really hard. Um, so fair play to you, bro. Like you know. Um, I didn't think you'd be able to fit timing just because I know how much you have a busy schedule a lot of times and you're always, you know, just grinding, doing stuff. So I just didn't even know if you'd really have the time to um, play some of that. But what something like so, we might as well get into the news of, uh, okay, so these might be spoilers about upcoming characters. Am I okay to get into that? Go for it, mate. Go for it. So this is a leak no this is a rumor sorry this is a rumor before joe merrick comes at me and corrects me on what a leak slash rumor is <laughs> um right, this is a rumor this isn't confirmed um blissey is apparently one of the fighters that will be um announced to be coming right that's that's just a rumor um but the next two are actual data mines which is fun so Zorora and Marshadow are data mine Pokemon to be in the game as playable characters. Um, I think Zorora fits right into the game. Um, it just looks like that Pokemon, you know, the fighting and the it it looks and again it it it's got like it's such a cool Pokemon. I think that would be a really cool shout. There's and Mark, a, sorry, there's a there's a yeah, champion in League of Legends called uh, Nico who has the ability to uh, basically disguise themselves as another champion 
uh, on your team, that would fit right in with Zerua. Oh, wait. Yo, yo, sorry. I've got it wrong. Oh. Um, I think... Oh, man, no. Was it Zerua? Okay, okay. So, this may be a blooper. It was either... I always get these mixed up. Um, sorry. Oh, so Zerork, yeah. Yeah, Zerork. Is that the mythical from Gen 7? No, Gen 7, right? Oh, yeah, Zerora, as in the electric type one. Yeah, the electric type one, yeah. Yeah, the um, electric fighting. What, what's that? What's that's name? I always get it mixed up. Zerora. Zerora, yeah. Yeah, Zerora, is that the electric one, yeah? Yeah, that's the electric one, yeah. It's, sorry, it's, sorry. it's just electric type, yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, electric. So that's what state of mind, Zorora. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that makes a bit more sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yo, to be fair, though, that's a good shout, though. I, I think Zorora could be a good one, though, right? But that's my fault. Apologies about that. Um, but yeah, Z- apparently, so here, so um, Zorora um, has been announced, and it's, and this, here's the thing I didn't know about um, Pokemon Unite, but again, I was playing it in Japanese, so there was a barrier. Um, every Pokemon has an ability, right, in the game. So, for example, Zorora doesn't get hurt by electric type, really. Like electric types just don't do a lot. Yeah, it's or if you get... absorb, so they actually heal it. Yeah. So, but I think the way it works in Unite is if you get attacked by um, an electric type, it like boosts you up for a short period of time, um, whether you're attacks or defense or whatnot. Charizard again's got Blaze. Um, so when Charizard goes down to half health, his damage, his, his attacks do a whole lot more. Lucario's got an ability where once Lucario is at half health, he then gets a shield put around him so he can absorb a lot more damage. And basically, every single Pokemon's got an ability. But because of the Japanese barrier, I didn't realize this playing. Um, I do remember a lot of Lucario, uh, sorry, uh, Lucario's having shields. And it always confused me on how they got one. So that's probably why, right? Um, yeah, and Blastoise is also a character. But I think Pokemon Company have already come out and said Blastoise is a thing for the game. So I don't think that's news. I think that's just a, it wasn't there for the beta. But um, yeah, so Blastoise, uh, Marshadow and Zorora, all Pokemon that apparently will be playable in Unite. Um, thoughts and feelings of this, because it's sort of a, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I want Burnett. Give me Burnett in Pokemon Unite and I will be happy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Zerora, like I'm trying to, because obviously I'm, I'm a competitive player in both League of Legends and in Pokemon. So I'm trying to, I'm kind of trying to translate what I know about those Pokemon. You're the per- sorry, you are the perfect person to speak about with Unite because like you just know the MOBA scene. Do you know what I mean? But sorry, go on. Now, I'm trying to translate and think about what that would mean. So, like, Zorora, I'm trying to think of how it would translate into the game because I guess the best way to think about that is there's, there's a champion in League of Legends. Uh, well, the way League of Legends works is there's a there's two forms of damage you can deal. You can deal attack damage or magic damage. Attack damage is basically your auto attack where you walk up to something, click it, and then you punch it or... You know, do yeah, that Pokemon has that with the A button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but then your magic damage is like your spells or your attacks in this instance. Which Pokemon? Yeah, so in, sorry to interrupt you. So in Pokemon Unite, you have a Unite attack, which is like a special move. 
you basically build up an attack and then when it gets to 100%, you unleash like this devastating move. Um, Venusaur, I think, has Solar Beam. Charizard has Seismic Toss. Pikachu has Vote Tackle. I don't know if you was aware of this, but that's just the thing that I knew anyway from the game. Yeah, so that's kind not... of like their ultimate moves then, yeah. Yeah, that's their ultimate moves, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you've I... got... Yeah, go on, sorry. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking because, like, not really many MOBAs, if any, to my knowledge, know, like, do, like, a type system. They, they do, like, you've got your attack damage, you've got your magic damage, and you build either AP or AD. And it's, you know, up to you. So having a MOBA with a type system is going to be really interesting because... Wait, what did, you say, in... did you say, sorry to interrupt you again, bro, did you say type system as in fire would be weak to water kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, not many MOBAs... Yeah, that's would... not a thing. It's not, but you said uh, Zorora's got uh, Volt Absorber. Yeah, no, so, so, like, if there's a character that has, like, an electric typing move, apparently, again, this is just a data mine that apparently is a thing. It could be a translation issue because the data mines were from the Japanese version, so it could just be a it could just be like a day. It could just be a translation issue. But so instead, not like a typing thing like that, but like if you encounter a Pokemon that uses electric moves, that could benefit you in some way. So I'm thinking maybe if a teammate of yours has Pikachu, it can sort of go hand in hand. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like, um, like there's certain abilities that will boost other Pokemon's abilities. It's like Aldegas is a support Pokemon, which can heal other Pokemon around it. Like, at first, I didn't realise that, but then when I started using it, I know that it's a healer. You know, it's more of a tank, and you're just aiding your Pokemon. And it works hand-in-hand with other Pokemon's abilities, like um, Venusaur, for example. Uh, And, again, it could just work like that. But, yeah, no, sorry, go on. Because I I was going to say, like, I didn't know if you knew, but typings aren't a thing in this. It's like a tech Pokemon. Yeah, that that makes more sense. Um, i got to ask, is there, like, an item shop for you to sort of buy items during game and like no before the battle um before the battle so there's a so before the battle starts there's a menu where you pick your lane what your pokemon wants to be in now again anyone listening to this there was a jap it was in japanese so it was very hard to get context of what any of it meant but i'm just going off of what i assumed so let's say i pick venusaur before venusaur there's a menu you like there's a there's a sub menu you can go on and it allows you to pick a lane, either north, south, or the middle. Um, well, top, down, or, you know, the middle lane. Um, and I'm assuming whatever lane you picked is where you would you would just get, like, a benefit from playing in that lane more. I'm assuming, right? I, I don't know if that's like League of Legends. And a Pokemon can hold up to three items. So I had a... I think it was, like, one of the scarves that are in the Pokemon games. Um, a choice band or a choice scarf or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And leftovers was my other item. I don't think anyone could unlock. There was a third item that you could put on, but it was like a lock symbol. So I don't know if it just wasn't open for the beta. Um, but you could have a third item. And there was a like there was like an ability item, like a potion, where you would activate that. But that was more of like an ability item instead of a held item. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. So, like, you know, before you go into the whole um, League of Legends, I definitely want to hear about that. So, with Pokemon Unite, so you have the, you have the, um, is it L, the L button? Yeah, so you have the L button, that's a special attack. And then LZ, that's special, uh, special attack two, sorry. Then you have RZ, um, which is, you know, I think, I'm, I'm assuming you know these buttons on a Switch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry, so... um. 
Yeah, so R is special attack one. RZ is special attack two. LZ is the ultimate move. And then A uh, is like a just a, a hit attack where you just, you know, you hold A and it doesn't attack. And, you know, you can damage other Pokemon. But, yeah, that's the main setup, really, for Unite. But, yeah, no, sorry. Go on. Okay, well, it, it sounds like it's kind of like a refreshing take on the on the format. Like, I, I'm actually, like, I'm really, really annoyed I never got a chance to play it because I feel like it would have made a lot more sense for me to actually play it in my head and, you know, experience it firsthand. But, yeah, like... It really sounds like it's going to be a really fresh take on the on the the format, and I really can't wait to play it. I genuinely cannot wait. Yeah, look, obviously, I've got a question for you that what what I want to quickly ask before go we go on to the final segment of the podcast. Um, could this replace League of Legends for you? Nope, not even slightly. And I'll tell you, like for me, in terms of like personal, like personal play for it, like personal preference in terms of what I would want to play more, probably yeah. Probably, yeah, because, well, it depends on, you know, what, what it's like and how competitive it is and how much endorsement it gets from from the company and, you know, how it does views-wise and whether it's actually a relevant game. But uh-huh. in the wider MOBA scene, God, no. League of Legends will never, ever, ever be replaced just because it's, like, it's the Don. It's the king. It, it's one of the most influential games of the past, like, ever. Ever, it, it's birthed a sport, essentially. Like, true, true. Yeah, it, it's the You're not wrong. It's, it's mad, and this—I don't think it will ever replace it in the eyes of the mainstream. But for me personally, if I enjoy the game and it's got enough content, yeah, I could see it overtaking League of Legends. But I'd need to play it myself to find that out. Oh no, of course, of course, it's not a. You can't go based off what I've said. You need to experience it, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah. Before, because I'm I'm obviously biased. I love Pokemon. I've never played League of Legends, so for me, I'm never going to start it. You know, Pokemon, you know, makes more sense for me personally, anyway. Um, but I did look into a video on YouTube. What? Because I was just interested because it is the most one of the most popular games ever, and it's always top three on Twitch, right? So I was just, just looking into what what makes it like so special, and it is an interesting game, and it's definitely influential. It spawned. A ridiculous amount of MOBAs, which I'm assuming Pokemon Unite is also one of them. You know, I think without League of Legends, Pokemon Unite wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Without League of Legends, no MOBAs would be a thing. Well, there was one other at the same time, which is, you know, it's, uh-huh. it's fairly yeah. big. There's Dota, Dota 2. That's um, it, that's it, Dota 2, yeah. Those two came along at the same time, but it was League that really pushed forward and created a, a sport around it with, like, professional teams, like... Yeah, they they were the first, and they birthed an industry. It's mad. Interesting. Yeah. Now, nah, so I, I thought I'd just um go into that really because this game for me. Um, and I think before we close this segment off, I want to go into like on our Discord, the Trainer Lounge Discord. Um, there's already people who had said they are interested in playing. Um, Unite. I did say this on episode twelve, but. If you join our Discord, there's already a Pokemon Unite section. I don't know if you've seen it once, mate, but there's... Um... Indeed, yes, there's a Pokemon Unite section yep. on the Trainer Lounge Discord for you to have a uh-huh. chat with other people who are interested uh, and just talk about the game, really. So uh, if you are yeah, you are interested and want some more information and are looking to connect with more people who want to play the game, hop into our Discord and you might make some friends. 
Yeah, man, I'm definitely doing um, Unite Nights as well. And while you're there, you know, jump in the weekly shiny giveaway. Why not? Chance uh, um, I mean, if you're playing Unite all the time, you ain't going to have a chance to shiny hunt, right? So you might as well grab yourself a little shiny on the giveaway there. But, um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's it for this segment. I did put down Pokemon Sleep, just if you wanted to talk about it, but I think it's pointless. I, I just wanted to ask you, do you think that's still going to be a thing? I don't really <laughs> care, to be honest, mate. I'm, I'm not trying to buy you off or anything. I just don't care. It's, it's been so long. No one gives it. I cared when it was initially announced. I don't care now. I care less. Guys, like... I kind of care more about it being a meme. I, like, I kind of don't ever want it to be released so people can be like, oh, remember Pokemon Sleep? <laughs> Yeah, like I'm the I'm the Pokemon bingo card every yeah, present. Yeah, I'll have sleep as a special one. <laughs> oh, all right, we'll close that one up. All right then, yo. So we're on the next segment now. Um, again, as I mentioned at the start, me and Wanzi have uh, switched roles for this week, and uh, again, credit to Wanzi for doing this every week because this mastermind. Um, maybe if I had more time, I'd enjoy it. But okay, here's the thing. I love doing this. I think it's really fun. For you know, but now let's say we had someone on the podcast who wasn't as knowledgeable as us. I think it would be easier to come up with questions, right? But probably, yeah. Trying to like, and I don't know if you would agree. Like, I think me and you are both fairly knowledgeable on the Pokemon franchise to the point where, I mean, you tell me whether you think it's tricky to think of questions about Pokemon that I don't already know. To be honest, I I think it's kind of. The only difficult thing for me is having to research questions on the anime and the uh, the trading cards and that side of things because I'm not a massive yeah. I'm not massively into that scene. But oh, you're like, you're not gonna be happy. <laughs> oh god, but I've got like I've got like a big uh tr- I know loads of trivia about the games and base stat totals uh, and just like general trivia on the on the the actual franchise. So I'm able to just think of things off the top of my head and be like, oh, that'd be a cool question. Let's think about how I can word this. So I'll be honest, I've gone balls to the wall with this mastermind, right? Oh dear, I'm scared. Mine's not going to be as professional as when you do it. Um, You've got a very good host voice for it. I haven't. Um, And what I've had to do, because I finished work at half six, I had to just scribble notes for what the questions were instead of writing out the entire question as I would say, if that makes sense. Okay, okay, I get you. So you will have to bear with me. Um, I may re- correct myself one or two times, but I'll try and say it as clear as possible. So, Wanzi, are you ready for the Flubberdash edition of Mastermind? I am ready for the Flubberdash edition of Mastermind. Truthfully, I couldn't think of 20 questions. There is only 15, and that fits an entire sheet of A4 paper, which I write all my podcasts on, so that's perfect for me. Anyway, again, are you ready, Wanzi? Let's do this. All right, so what is your name? My name is Alex, a.k.a. Wonsie Burnett. Right, how old are you, Alex? I am 25 years young. And what are the, what is the topic you would like to talk about today? I would like to talk about uh, banisters uh, and their impact on the stair community. I knew something stupid was coming. <laughs> I knew something st- when you said barristers, I was thinking of like a, in court. Banisters, bro. <laughs> Take one out of your phrase. Um, I haven't got anything written down for barristers, mate, but I think Pokemon is 
up there as one of your topics. So shall we do Pokemon? Fine, let's do it then. <laughs> oh, um, this one, by the way, as I've said, I have went balls to the wall to trip you up, bro. I have come. You're going to hate me after this. You're going to make the worst mastermind questions for me in future episodes. Like, it's going to be... It's going to be scary. All right. Anyway, you ready, yeah? I'm ready. I look forward to it. Let's do this. All right. Number one. What, by the way, there's no time limit. Just going to ask you. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Number one. What was the name of the Porygon episode that caused mass epileptic seizures in Japan? Electric Soldier Porygon. Correct. Right. Let's have a look at this. So, in the anime for Sun and Moon, Ash meets a litten. What is the name of Lytton's guardian that sadly passes away in the same episode? Uh, What's its name or what's the name of the species? What's the name of of the Pokemon, the species, yeah? God, Uh, I don't know, pass. I know it's a Stoutland. (laughs) No, 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 that's right. Yeah, sorry, I mean Stoutland. What's the Pokemon? Yeah, Stoutland. Okay, no, that's right. You're correct, correct, correct. Okay, what was the first shiny in Pokemon Go? Pikachu? No, the actual answer is Magikarp. Damn, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. So that was a throwback to um, Magikarp and Gyarados being one of the first shinies for Heart Gold. Anyway, uh, four. So what are the professor's names based off in the main series? Uh, types of tree. Correct. Correct. We'll take that. We'll take that. So, a game called Pokemon Box came with which GameCube Pokemon game? I actually had Pokemon Box. It came with, uh, well, it came with two different games, actually. It came with Pokemon Channel and it came with Pokemon Coliseum. Correct. We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. Okay. I wrote down Coliseum, but yeah, we'll take that. So, the movie which featured Latias and Latios, what was the name of that movie? Pokemon what? Heroes, I think. Correct. I had yeah, that heroes. movie as a kid. I loved it. What a movie. Ending was tragic, but beside the point. Um, okay, number seven. What? I think this one is the easiest one, by the way. What is Ash's only shiny Pokemon that he's ever had in the series? <laughs> I, I only know this because I, I researched it for... Uh... Uh, one of the one of the ones for next week for you. It's Noctowl. <laughs> well, we'll scratch scratch that one off uh, off your list. So yes, you are correct. It is Noctowl. Okay, which Pokemon mobile game started off as an April Fool's joke? Pokemon Go. Correct. I thought that one would trip you up, but fair play, fair play. Jirachi was a gift from which Pokemon game? Right, so I it's so I had Pokemon Channel as a kid growing up, uh, and yep. I distinctly remember in this country, once you'd played through the game, you could transfer a Jirachi to a copy of Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Um, but I know that the answer that you're looking for is Pokemon Colosseum. The answer that I'm looking for is not Colosseum. Oh. The answer is in fact channel, and I did research this. Oh. That is, the, yeah, it's the only one where you could get Jirachi from was indeed channel. Yeah, I remember that in in the US, it did come with a bonus disc for you to download a Jirachi onto. 
Uh, Colosseum. The Pokemon you could get from Colosseum was in fact Celebi. Really? There was a rare. Well, I believe. I mean, scratch that. Maybe not. But I know Jirachi was definitely. Oh, well. um, I said channel, so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. He did say channel. Um, you had the knowledge right. Okay, right. This one. We're going to see if you're going to get this one right. Ooh. Okay. Number 10. What was the name of the trainer that Ash lost to in the Generation 4 Championships? Generation 4 Championships? Uh, the Diamond and Pearl Championships, yeah. Was it Paul? It wasn't. He, in fact, beat Paul. Oh, I thought Paul was the Electivire trainer. No, Paul. Yeah, Paul was the Electrovire trainer, the one that ditched the um, Chimchar. But Ash beat Paul in the. Um, I think that was the quarterfinals. He he beat Paul, but the next trainer he lost to. And do you know the name of that trainer? I don't know the name. Uh, I know that that was the dude who had like the Darkrai and the Latios and stuff. Yes, the name was Tobias. Tobias. Ah, oh, what a cheap dude. What what? Che- yeah. how, how can you do that? You're rocking up to a Pokemon Championships with a Darkrai and a Latios. Awful. Okay, this one I want to see if you're going to get right. What was the name of the spin-off series for that anime that did not feature Ash as one of the main protagonists? That would be... Yeah, go on. Pokemon Chronicles. Correct. Okay. Okay, take that. K-E-M-O-N Party. I remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what, what, what a great series. Did love that series. Okay, number 12. What Pokemon in Heart Gold and Soul Silver could not be transferred to upward generations? The spiky eared Pichu. Wow, done. Okay, okay. That one, that one I thought, I don't know, it was main series. So, okay, here is another one. I think you've got this. This one again is one of the easy ones with Not Tell. In the main series games, who is Giovanni's son? Uh, Silver. Correct. Well done. Well done. Okay. Was the Sevi Islands from Kanto in Heart Gold and Soul Silver? No, I don't think they were. Correct. Correct. And the final question of the day: Which Pokemon was banned from the TCG until 2021? Kadabra, and I know the reason oh. why. Yeah, the reason why was because uh, until very, very recently, there was a, uh, a disagreement with the psychic Yuri Geller, who believed that Kadabra was stealing his image. Uh, <laughs> Yuri Geller, I know, I know. Yuri Geller's whole thing was that he would hold two spoons and to be fair, Pokemon probably did kind of rip off his image a little bit. Uh, it, it, I've seen the pictures. It, it It's very much... You know, they, they took heavy inspiration from it. So uh, up until the very most recent sets, Abra just evolved straight into Alakazam. Yeah, it did, yeah. And most, and fun fact, most of the Alakazams were like EXs, so it could just be a basic card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, well done. So would you like to know your results? Yes, I would, I would. So you got two out of 15 right, and the rest you got wrong. Damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so you got so a fantastic store um score sorry you got 13 correct which is brilliant really well done i think a lot of people would trip on these questions um you got 13 out of 15 um 
The Pokemon Go... Okay, so do you want me to tell you the questions I thought you would trip up on? Yeah, go for it. So, um, Porygon episode, that's notorious. I knew you'd get that one right. Um, the Litton's Guardian one, I genuinely thought you'd get that wrong. Because I, I think it was the way I worded that, to be fair. That was a bit shit, but I'll let you have that anyway, because you was right. It was Stoutland. I thought I'd trip you up on that. I thought you would have got the first Pokemon Go shiny, right? Um, I knew you'd get the professor's names based off on trees. Um, I didn't think you'd get the Pokemon box one, right? No, sorry, it was um, Duraccia. I didn't think you'd get that one, right? Yeah, the channel one, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think you'd get that one, right? Um, I was baffled. I didn't know whether you'd get the Latias, Latios one, but I think you did, because I think everyone our age had that movie. I think they did, to be fair. I knew you'd get Nocturne. I did. I, I really didn't think you'd get the which mobile game started off as April Fool, so you did really well there. Yeah, because it, uh, it, it was a Google Earth uh, thing, didn't wasn't it? It was like a, a Google Earth uh, crossover where they, they asked you to find like 40 Pokemon. Yeah, it was a prank, wasn't it? Yeah, when, uh, but it was so popular, they thought, you know what, let's, uh, huh, let's, let's, let's make this a billion thing, billion dollar thing. Um, <laughs> I was going to try another Ash last two. I thought you would have got that right, Tobias. No, I think but... that that's a piece of trivia I had heard before, but I it just never stuck with me because I, I knew that he lost to some guy using legendaries and was robbed in the Sinnoh League, but yeah, uh, I didn't right. remember his name. Hardcore Rob, mate. Hardcore Rob. Uh, Chronicles, I thought it's the only ever spin-off that Pokemon's had, to my knowledge, um, apart from I, I won't class... Uh, What's the one with journeys, red? Journeys, yeah. yeah. No, no, not journeys. No, um, no. That... Oh no, um, yeah. Journeys, the new anime for Pokemon with Ash. Um, what's the one with red and it's yeah, the notorious Charmander screaming. What's that one? <laughs> I'm gonna have uh, Is it Generations? No, it's not. Origins. Generations. Pokemon Origins. Origins. Yeah, fantastic anime, by the way. Yeah, but really um, good. yeah. So I, I, I thought you'd get that one right. To be fair. Um, the one Pokemon you could not be transferred in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, I was I was confused. I, I didn't know. Um, so fair play for that one. Um, that shiny you... one. I uh, like I hunted for like one of those with uh, with my cousin um, back in the day. So I, I remember it being what? a big thing. Yeah. Jeez, fair play. Um, the Silver Sun. I knew you'd get. Um, the Kanto Sevi Islands. I knew you'd get, but I feel like you'd have like a bit of a. Did that happen? Did it? Yeah, not? I was thinking. I was like, no. <laughs> well, that, that that would trip someone up there. But um, and which Pokemon was banned from TCG? Again, you're not the biggest TCG fan, but it is common knowledge that Kadabra's just banned from there. So, um, how did you think the questions were? Did you think that was okay for my um, first week? I think they were solid. Actually, yeah, I'd be more than happy for you to do them again. Um, there were uh, some really really obscure ones there that a lot of people might not have got. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. You can, you're more than welcome to do mastermind next time as well, but we've got to do it uh, properly. You've got to do it uh, around 30 questions. You've got to give me a time limit as well. Well, you, you can do it next week, Mike, because this killed me off to, uh, <laughs> I'll stick to Pokemon a week. That's more chill for me. <laughs> me. We'll, uh, we'll swap back again, but thank you for Mike, stepping speak. in this week. No, it's fine. It's fine. But speaking of Pokemon of the Week, would you like to take the wheel for this segment? I am more than happy to. So it is time for Pokemon of the Week. 
<laughs> we'll make it a, like more professional at some point. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, man, it's the birth of the trainer lounge. Like, yo, we're still in the first. You know, we haven't hit episode twenty yet. We're still building up. We're doing well. We're on roll. Let's just get with it, man. Let's do this, right? So, Pokemon of the week. Now, I'm so scared. I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've decided to to choose a Pokemon this week that def- that reflects how I've been feeling recently. So, uh, I'm thinking of the way that the best way to do this. So I'm going to start with some really obscure information about this Pokemon. <laughs> I hate so, you. Uh, let's go with some, some, some data. So this Pokemon is in the egg group field. It is six foot seven inches tall. <laughs> it is 287 pounds weight. That's 130 kilograms. And it has a catch rate of 45. It has an EV yield. It yields three HP EVs when defeated. And to my knowledge, cannot be found anywhere in the wild. Yeesh. Uh, uh, Jesus, man. The six feet tall's got me, but then the amount of Pokemon that could be six feet tall. Um, Egg groups mean nothing to me because I'm with the whole group, so I'm not with it. EV yields ain't my thing. I know what some Pokemon give off. Uh, okay. Would you okay. Like more um, information before you make a guess? Yeah, please. Yeah, I, I can't go off on that. Okay. So this Pokemon, I'm going to narrow it down a little bit for you this week. So this Pokemon was introduced in the games Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Sapphire. Oh my God. The first two Pokemon I'm thinking of was definitely not. No, was not introduced in Ruby and Sapphire, so uh, really? thank okay. God. I guess. All right, yeah, go on, go on. So its, it's Japanese name uh, is Keking. Uh, I'm not sure if that will be anything for you. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, an excerpt of it, one of its uh, Bulbapedia entries is it can exert a lot of power by releasing built-up energy all at once and can regain lost energy through the use of one of its moves, Slack Off. Uh, um, okay, well, the Slack Off thing has me... I, I want to take... I, I'm going to have a gander and say, is it slacking? You are correct. Pokemon of the week okay. this week is Pokemon number 289, Slacking. Uh, and that is described as the lazy Pokemon in the Pokedex. Now, Slacking is a large, bulky, ape-like, bipedal Pokemon, and most of its shaggy fur is brown, along with the semicircle patterning under its eyes. Its face, chest, hands, and feet are lighter in colour. And it's been a very, very interesting Pokemon. It was the signature Pokemon of Norman in the Gen 3 games, who had two of them, uh, and that gym is either one of the most difficult gyms you've ever faced or the most uh, easy ones you've ever faced, depending on whether you had a Pokemon with Protect or not. Its signature ability Truant is probably the most interesting thing about this Pokemon because it basically means that this Pokemon cannot attack every other turn. Uh, which is actually quite interesting. It actually has a higher base stat total than lots of legendary Pokemon. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it's actually got a higher base stat total than Mew, which is kind of crazy. It's got the same 
stats basically as Regic Gigas, who is incredible. And it's initial Pokedex entry. Uh, well, it's it's Diamond and Pearl Pokedex entry. Uh, kind of sums it up to a T. The world's laziest Pokemon. It moves to another spot when there's no food left within its reach. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is our Pokemon of the week this week. Slacking the lazy Pokemon. Brilliant. Brilliant. And to go with the um, obscurities of slacking, um, it's actually one of the highest CP-based Pokemon in Pokemon Go 2. So, yeah. Um, is slacking useful? Because I'm assuming with its ability, it's not. Well, in in the initial generation it was released, it actually had a bit of a niche in in the meta because it was like the strongest thing available. Uh, th- this thing was incredibly powerful. It you just slap a choice band on it and it basically two shotted the entire meta game. But it, it was basically like a hit and run cannon. You bring it in when you've got an opportunity to get a free switch. Uh, you hit something incredibly hard and then you get the hell out of dodge. Um, but ever since then, it's just been a low-tier, very low-tier Pokemon because it's so easy to exploit. Uh, it doesn't hit as hard as it used to because there are more defensive Pokemon that have come into the game. Uh, and if you can take one hit from it, you can take two because you know it doesn't attack every other turn. Uh, so yeah, it's it's still you know really strong, and you can still catch people out with it, but it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah, no, no, that's cool, man. I, I, I genuinely thought that about. To be fair, like I, I did not have it. I was like, you know, until you said slack off, then that was like, oh, okay, yeah, it, it's not going to be slack off or vigor off. It's definitely slacking. Um, and I think one yeah. of my favourite pieces of trivia about slacking is one that isn't even really truly confirmed. Um, in the early concept art for capsule monsters, which, if you don't know, is uh, I mean, I'm sure you do, but for anyone listening that doesn't know, mm-hmm. um, Capsule Monsters was the original design for Pokemon. It was like the original yeah. concept art. Uh, and a pre-alpha sketch from Capsule Monsters depicts a Pokemon that has a bit of a resemblance to Slacking. Uh, so Slacking might well have been a leftover design from the original set of Pokemon that just got repurposed and redesigned for Generation 3, so it might genuinely have been one of the first Pokemon ever to have been created. That's actually pretty cool. That kind of reminds me of the whole Muna thing, where like, you know, they they kind of hint towards that Pokemon in the original games, but it wasn't seen until Gen uh, Gen 5, sorry. Yeah, because they're a pink Pokemon with a floral pattern, yeah, and then Muna came out, and it, it was that. Yeah, that's interesting. No, no, I mean, I appreciate you doing Pokemon the Week, man. You did a really good job. Um, oh, okay, so I might as well tell you the first two Pokemon I was thinking of. Um, you said, you know, Pokemon that could not be caught six feet tall you know, from the egg group. I don't know why egg stuck to mine. I thought maybe Executor, and I think, no, nah, that's that's a throw. That's definitely not it. And then you said HP. I don't think Blissey gives HP, does it? Does that give special oh, defense? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure Blissey gives HP. Oh, like, yeah. The highest HP stat in the game. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, uh, it could, you know, it could be Blissey. But then I thought, yeah, I'll just wait for more information. And thank God you said Hoenn. I was like, nah, definitely. Um, <laughs> but nah, man, nah, man. Good job, bro. Good job. You, you're much better, though, at 
I think I'm much better at Mastermind than I am at guessing Pokemon of the Week. You're just much better at knowing Pokemon stats and whatnot. And, um, yeah, I'm like a walking encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, are. you are. And I'm, I'm a walking encyclopedia for trivia, so good times. Well, thank you for doing Pokemon of the Week this week. It was definitely interesting to see your choice. I have already, because I partly forgot that we were switching this week, so I've already wrote up a little bit of um, Pokemon of the Week, which I will reveal next week. Um, and it's going to be a hard one for you, bro. So uh, don't slack off on the uh, trivia. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I will hey! be looking forward to that one next week. I'll make sure that uh, I don't have a slow start when I'm, uh, when I'm oh, guessing oh, it. Oh, oh, he's there. It's there. I can't think of, of an extra pun, to, to be honest. <laughs> I give it up after but, that one. Um, I yeah, yeah, I, get, I give up after that one. But um, yeah, man. So next week is going to be a bit of a wild one. Um, definitely tune in for the weekend. Uh, T is actually choosing the topics um for this weekend. So I've decided to let T do the topics for our episode because it saves me having to write up two episodes. Um, you know, I need to it get uh, more things to talk about anyway. So uh, yeah, definitely check out after hour. Of and there is an announcement for something. To- Ooh, um, look forward to hearing about that. A little tease. It's not really Pokemon related, but she's doing her own thing. She's still doing a trainer lounge, but uh, she's looking into the podcasting scene for something that she wants to do, and I'm entirely supportive of that. And I'll just give you a little clue. If you like Disney reviews, then uh, maybe that's your thing. But more about that on a. Uh, this weekend's episode. I mean, onesie, is there anything else you would like to throw up, mate, to people? Any message? And why did you say that it's how you've been feeling lately out of interest? I've just been feeling a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit down. Demotivated. Yeah, a little bit demotivated. Uh, and I think slacking has uh, definitely encapsulated my, my thoughts <laughs> about this week. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, I feel that, man. I feel that definitely, definitely. But now, nah, thank you, bro, for taking the time out. For those that don't know, ones has got to be up early in the morning. So, bro, I appreciate you taking this time out. I know it's been quite a lengthy one, so thank yeah, you no for. Um... It's always good to to be on this. No problems at all. Thank you for for being, you know, being as badass as always and uh, <laughs> out the topics. And thank yeah, you man. to everyone for listening. You're all awesome. Yeah, man. All links below. You can find you can find Wanzi Burnett in the link tree down there, as you can find all of Flubberdosh's myself information in the link tree too. You want to talk to us in the uh, Discord, come and have a talk, or you want to feature on the podcast, you can have a look on our website, which is also in the link tree. Just check the link tree, man. Everything's there, all right? There's no excuse. Go and check it. Um, <laughs> Wanzi, thank you for joining today, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I hope to be seeing you for next week's. And you absolutely will. And thank you for having me. And we will see you all in the next one. So thank you for having us. And we'll thank see you. you next time. See you next time. This has been your host, Flubber Dash, and co-host, Wanzi Burnett. Thank you for listening to The Trainer Lounge, episode 13. Peace out. Peace. Peace, bro. Peace. Peace. Yo guys, it's Flubberdash. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the whole episode. Please give us some feedback on Twitter and wherever else you can find us. All details of that will be below. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast and please have a great day. Peace.